0: hey everybody and welcome back to threatx 3 productions weekly grind today is a little bit special because we were not able to do a nerd to the third like we usually do so today's going to be a little bit special it's going to be it's going to be all over the place um which i guess you should expect that from a weekly grind but you know just in case you missed nerd to the third this is kind of your nerd to the third for the week uh for those of you who don't watch our or watch or listen to our weekly grind, which most of you do. Thank you guys. Um, this is the uncut version, so don't listen around your kids or anything like that. This is uncut and raw. Raw, 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 raw. Yeah, we don't circumcise here. <laughs> um and so uh, I'm one of your hosts, Nick. Today with me is my bud and Nate. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> um and so yeah let's just let's just slide on into it i appreciate you deflecting the phil defranco thing (laughs) um so uh i one one more thing we'll have to bring up before we get started uh we are going to talk about something a little bit more serious towards the end of the podcast um To some, it might seem a little woe is me, and so that's kind of why I wanted to save it for the end of the podcast, because it's something, you know, I still believe in, but also I know that not everybody's going to be totally into it. So um, that's going to be at the end, and we'll let you know when it's coming. Other than that, let's just get on with the normal stuff. Um, What have you been up to, Nate? A lot. A lot. A lot,
1: yeah. A lot.
0: A lot, a lot. Um, so,
1: since the last, I've been on weekly grind. Um, I've watched a few movies.
0: Um, I went on a
1: trip. Um,
0: on a favorite rocket ship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there, what makes me sad is in two generations, maybe even one, there's going to be a generation of kids that don't know what little Einstein's is. Yeah, which is funny because that's not something I grew up with. But because like I was kind of, I knew people, and I was also at that age. Like when I still kind of, I had cable still. (laughs) So I was like, oh, what's this show on Disney Channel? And then my brother-in-law started singing the dirty version of it. And forever it will be stuck in my head now. (laughs) So um, I can't even remember what it is, but it's very graphic. I remember it being very graphic. Um, So yeah, uh, just uh, which one do you want me to start with first?
0: I don't care. Pick one
1: because I'm indecisive.
0: Uh, Fallout seventy six. <laughs> I don't have anything. To oh talk wait, about that's that. what I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to talk about that. No, go ahead. I don't care, dude. I don't even know what you. You've <sighs> not even said what you've seen. So how am I supposed to choose what you fucking seen? Uh, that's fair. Um, I want to know about the Adam Sandler movie you saw. What Adam Sandler movie? Exactly, you dipshit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's no <laughs> uh, well, so last
1: weekend, um. My wife had went on a uh, went back home for for the weekend to go visit with some people, and um, uh, so I'm sitting here, i um, by myself, and I'm trying to figure out what to watch, and I had literally trying have no to idea. Figure out
0: how do I not touch myself constantly? I actually had that thought too. <laughs> I had that thought as well, so I was trying to look for a
1: distraction for that. No, um, so I was kind of in between watching Jerk-offs. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of in between watching Amazing Spider-Man 2 Just cause that was the Since I was doing the watch along with that I didn't watch that one oh, yeah. and, and so I looked at the cover I was like I'm not really feeling that And so I was kind of in between Kingsman The Golden Circle or Man in the High Castle mm, okay. So I went ahead and watched Kingsman Golden Circle And I don't understand Why that movie Got so much hate That movie
0: uh- was Fucking awesome I do, but also, I mean, me and you are similar in the sense that it's like we're able to look past certain things and just look at it as I think the biggest thing for me, uh, why I didn't personally absolutely love it like I did the first one. Um, It wasn't, like, all the weirdness because, like, you kind of need to expect that from a um, Kingsman. That's kind of how the first one was. So to get, you know, Julia Moore and all that, like, weird hamburger stuff, it's like, okay, yeah, that's just... You need to expect that at this point. But what I didn't like was their magic cure for bullet wound to the head. (laughs) I did not like that at all.
1: So whenever I was watching this, the thought that ran through my head was... I wonder how many people actually know this was a comic book, because I feel like if you go into that mindset, stuff like that makes sense.
0: It does, but it also just seems like it. I don't know, like if in the Marvel universe where like everybody just comes back to life, and it's like they make a big event out of like the death of Superman, the death of Wolverine, the death of Captain America, and then they just end up coming back in, in one way or another. Anyways, like yeah, you're right, it does make sense. But it's just, you know, out of all the things, like, they're just like, here's this magic gel that just you put in your eye and then you're okay. Like, I would have much rather preferred because, like, Samuel L. Jackson, when he shot him, he, like, closed his eyes. I would have much rather them come up with some excuse that, oh, they, he missed the cerebellum and it just went and it got lodged somewhere. That's realistic. That has happened to some people. People have been like, people have survived having like rebar go all the way through their skull and things like that. So like, if they would have done that, it would have made sense. But instead they're like, here's this magic gel that brings you back to life and makes you see butterflies.
1: So, uh, I think where we differ on this is the way I look at it is is I liked it because I liked the plot device of it. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked the use of hey we can bring them back but they're not the same like they have memory like especially when it comes to Harry like I liked how i liked how it wasn't an immediate oh harry's back now he's gonna be super powerful i liked how he yeah. was like uncoordinated and was having to readjust to back to who he was like i, I liked yeah. that the now i will agree in the sense with um oh what was his name what did they call him whiskey uh whiskey where it was an immediate oh hey let me show you this picture to trigger your memory and the other one was so much more difficult but again that could be because of time. Because I think from the time they picked up Harry to the time he was kept there, having not... Re- the fact that Whiskey's shot was so fresh and was brought back so fast, yeah. that that, that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. But I, one of the things I didn't like was was the weird CGI. Because there was a lot of weird CGI that wasn't in yeah, the first.
0: a lot. But and I, I mean, there was a lot of like... Um, I almost want to call it Guy Ritchie-esque... Vibes to the original one. Like, with just like, the way yeah, there were the fight scenes. Yeah, the fight scenes and yeah. everything. And when it started off the entire movie with the, that scene in the car, it's like, I liked it, but at the same time, like you were saying, there was way more CGI in that than I feel like was in the very first, like, bar fight in the first one. And the bar fight in the first one was, like, what really kicked it all off in a really good way and let you know that, okay, this is what you can expect from this movie. So then to have that bar fight that was beautifully shot and beautifully choreographed turned into this weird CGI fest of a car chase was just, I think just a little bit too overboard for some people. And for some people that's where that's the moment their brain shut off. And then they're like, Oh, okay, this is all just a bunch of hookah Yeah. Um, but of- once hoopla. again I do hoopla I personally liked it and I I you know I'm sort of on your side but yeah, it's like I I definitely see why I definitely see why
1: so one of the things I actually really enjoyed is the return of characters because I remember in the trailer mm-hmm. I'm like who's this dude with the fucking robot arm? And then in the first moment of the of the movie you're like, "Oh, wow, okay, that literally makes total sense. Like that wasn't yeah. a just random, "Hey, let's add a character in." Like mm-hmm. every and they explained it pretty quickly too
0: which i appreciated um <laughs> i like how he does end up getting with the princess after that. Yeah. fuck yeah yeah I, I was like
1: when i watched it, i was like wait is that who i think it is and then he, she says the butts i was like oh yeah that's right
0: um i'll tell you one thing yeah you know what happens when you save the world <laughs> yeah
1: so so two things i want to talk about the first one's it's much more quick the scene where they have to go where he basically has to finger yeah uh, the dude's girlfriend. Yep. I don't know if you shared the same sentiment, just the fact of us both being married, but I like how they included him calling his wife to say, Hey baby, I got to save the world. Can I fuck this chick?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like, I've, cause it's something super different. Say, it's, like,
1: it's, I think that it made to me, it seemed like it was a purposeful, Hey, every other spy movie, the, the like yes. suave spy has sex with the girl. And this dude's like with his girlfriend's like, Hey baby, is this okay? Like,
0: yeah, I do. I do like how they did that, but at the same time, uh, I want to say it was either honest trailers or sin of Sin's that pointed out. It's like, okay, you need this because it needs to be in some type of membrane. Like that makes no sense. If you have a tracker small enough, why does it matter if it's on membrane? You know, it like prob- it's
1: probably a biological thing.
0: Like, i guess but it's like it just seemed um that and many other things just seemed like a jump in logic that it's like okay well, just put it in some coke and have her snort coke yep, that was the exact <laughs> thing i
1: was thinking <laughs> the main thing i wanted to talk about though is primarily when 76 fallout 76 was announced and mm-hmm. you know west virginia was real popular taking yeah, home country roads yeah. and everyone was like oh yeah this is like the West Virginia scene in, um, in Kingsman 2. And so with that context, I was expecting it to be very similar to the Freebird fight from Kingsman 1. What's the Freebird? In the church, the church scene. When they're oh, playing freebird. Yes.
0: Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So
1: that's what I was expecting. Now, when that scene happened, at first I was like, oh, this kind of disappointing. But after that scene immediately ended, I was like, wow, that was great. Mm. like that i felt had so much like i got chills like i'm still getting chills like thinking about it uh, like as much as i love the Freebird fight and i think it's one of the best like in recent memory choreographed fight scenes in an action movie just <laughs> just i i loved how like you know he was singing he was singing it both of them knew that he was about to die he knew he was about to die And it was like a very much like i'm proud proud to have served with you like yeah, It just was like, just, just the way he performed it, because he knew he was about to die, he was just like, fuck you, I'm singing, like, come here so I can blow you up with a landmine. Like, it it was like, at first I was disappointed, but then after it finished, I was like, that was really cool. Yeah. And can we talk about Elton motherfucking John? <laughs> Dude, I was laughing so, like, when, my favorite part was whenever she was doing the video to the president in the world, and she cured him. And he just goes, hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately didn't expect that from the movie at all. And so that was, um, I, I, I very thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I can't see some of the small, small complaints, but like it's got three stars on Amazon and that I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe four. <laughs> I mean, I would give it a three four. and a half. I would give it a four for sure. Uh, yeah, I think I'm I'm a little bit more maybe critical on it just because yeah I mean but at the same time like I said I'm able to put it aside and just be like all right whatever this is obviously supposed to be a fun movie not one to take ultra serious you know and so yeah it's like I it's, whatever yeah country
1: that, roads, goes, that goes back to our um,
0: <laughs> that goes back to our conversations that we've had multiple times where it's like people need to stop taking every movie serious when you open a movie with that type of a like a car scene or whatever like it sets the tone and it's like you really have to you really have to alter your expectations because if you're just going to go into it and you're just like, well, I'm experienced, I'm expecting this, you know, kind of, like of storytelling or something. It's like, but why did you see that scene? They just showed you like, why yeah. would you be expecting that? So yeah, we've had that conversation multiple times, so we don't need to again. Yeah. Um, but
1: besides that, I, the weekend before that I went on a trip to Connecticut and to Salem, Massachusetts. Boy, that was a miserable time. <laughs> yeah. Did they find out you were a witch? <laughs> yes. They tried to burn me, but I told them to fuck off and ran away. Yeah. Hey, now, I could um, fuck motherfuckers. <laughs> now the trip as the trip as a whole was was cool. I got to meet um a uh, buddy of mine, Anthony. Uh, he mm. he's with Jeff. if You guys listened to, to our show, Jeff Jeff's been on before. Uh, they have a podcast, PS Best Friends. So it was cool to finally, you know, meet him and me and him are basically carbon fucking copies of each other just on a different coast. Because I've, his yeah, I've his seen wife seen pictures. Be- huh? I've seen pictures. <laughs> yeah, his wife like we would be talking and his wife was like, Oh my god, you guys are the same. <laughs> and so like that part of the trip was fun. I tried VR for the first time, PS VR. Oh um, yeah, me
0: too, not too long ago.
1: Yeah, I played What did you play? I, well, I okay, so I started with um he wanted to start me with the shark demo, uh yeah, which I had played at at Best Buy before, but I guess it was because it was in a personal setting, it was an actual home setting. it mm-hmm. felt a lot more immersive, like it felt oh, okay. actual really immersive um after that, w- I did the uh, you know the Astrobot rescue mission game, sure. That, well there's a there I can't remember what it's called but it's a free app it's got the little bots the little oh, Playstation right. yeah. bots mm-hmm. so i played one of those that was probably my favorite thing i did was just because it was the way it played with the mechanics was cool it's kind of like moss right I like kind of played and like have that have
0: you played did you play then uh the, the what's the office one i i didn't play job simulator job simulator that's um, what i started with i started with job simulator and it like for probably 10, 15 minutes, I literally just picked shit up and like threw it around to the other cubicles. And every time mm. you'd like throw something, like a little person would come up and be like, Hey, chop Um, but and then finally I realized, oh, there's an objective. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like you could even take donuts and then like put it towards your face to eat it, but then there was like a rotten one. So if you did that, you could throw up, but then you could move your head around to throw up F over everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I was having way too much fun with that. I really
1: wish I would have tried a counting plus. I didn't get to try that one. Yeah. Um but we I did the London heist on the London VR Heist. Worlds.
0: Oh yeah. That one that well, that was w- kinda underwhelming.
1: That one to me yeah, it was overwhelming, but to me was the most broken because I had to calibrate the most. Like at one point oh, yeah. at one point there and he took a video of me playing the London Heist. At one point I have the move ones pointed directly up, shooting straight. Just because that—that's how it was angled in my game. and my that little thing kept moving. Yeah. It was the most broken that felt. Yeah. Um, but after that, I played Rush of Blood for a oh, couple nice. cool, levels, cool. and I finished everything with yeah. The, you did <laughs> the <laughs> Battlefront VR mission. Oh, okay. X-wing. Cool, cool, cool. It was really cool. Um, my how wife, was
0: it being in an X wing? Was it all little you dis- dreamed of?
1: Little disorienting at first. Oh, okay. but after a while it was pretty cool to get the hang of like looking around oh there's the x-wing like turn in to shoot um my wife was like so does that so i was like yeah of course i want one um <laughs> but really
0: when beat saber comes out i think that's the one that's gonna get me to buckle yeah. down and purchase one um so okay so here's the question then uh, million dollar question uh did you get queasy no Yeah. Me neither. I was actually, I was like nervous. I was like, oh my God. Um, So obviously job similar, that one's super easy to not get queasy on because you're literally like, it literally wants you to stand on specific spots. You have to look down and you're like, okay, I have to back up. Okay. Now I'm there. So you're literally standing in one spot. And so that's super easy to not get queasy. Yeah. So I, that, you didn't get it. No. Super no easy I to not get queasy. <laughs> I said easy. Get it. Queasy. Easy. Queasy. Easy. Easy. Uh. Easy. 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 Anyways, um, like and then the London mm-hmm. thing, <laughs> right? Uh, and then the London one, I thought I would, you know, since it's like, you know, just cars and stuff. But even then, I was still like, I wasn't getting queasy. So I was like, oh, thank God. Because it's like, if I ever did get this in the, that's always been the one barrier of entry that I just wasn't sure about until I could literally try it. Is that, am I going to get queasy? Am I one of those people? Some people who maybe th- didn't think they're without those people, maybe they never get car sick, never get sick on a plane. they play v r and then they get sick, you know, like so I was like, mm-hmm. I was really worried about it, I'm like, oh, this is easy. This is just like playing a video game with it on your face
1: yeah, the two the two that I got kind of queasy feelings was um the Russia blood. Like when you go, like on the very first one when you're going on the roller coaster, I kind of had a thought of like, oh, like I kind of felt my stomach, but like nothing happened. The one that was probably like the most testing was the Battlefront one, just because like it's very like oh, like you know looking around, but Mm -hmm. even still, like like, but also I had been in the headset
0: solidly for about an hour, yeah, hour and a half,
1: so it was kind of I was kind of getting a little fatigued, yeah, you know. know, As far as okay, so another,
0: another million dollar question. After you got the headset off, didn't it feel so freaking weird?
1: Yeah, well, see, I took off, took it off a couple times to oh, get okay. something to drink or to, like, reposition. Because one of the games I actually had, uh, I think it was Rush of Blood. Mm-hmm. I was on the couch, and I had to move closer, like, oh, okay. in a chair to, to for it to pick me up better. So okay. I took it off a couple times. But it wasn't, the most interesting thing I got was definitely notice, noticing the screen door effect that everyone talks about. Like, I could mm-hmm. definitely notice, like. I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. So like basically from my understanding is when you have like Vive or Oculus mm-hmm. it's it's two high resolution screens in your face so it looks just like playing a game just it's close to your face. Okay. So with PSVR there is a noticeable like screen like a literal screen in between your eyes and the screens. So there's like this like kind of mm. it's it's you notice it being a little bit of a lower resolution, but you can also kind of see, oh, there's some kind of grainy texture there sometimes.
0: Like some. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about now. Now that I'm like trying to, you know, revisit it in my head. Okay, I, I guess I see what you mean. Yeah. So, so that's what that's what that means. That's um, what it means.
1: But yeah, I. That was great. Also had, get this, mashed potato pizza. Mashed potato peaches. Yeah, so there was, um, they lived, they live in Connecticut. They live next to this pizza place that, is, I mean, it's just, there's pizza places everywhere on the East Coast, but um, they were like, this place is, you know, it's pretty good. And so we got a pepperoni, and then we got a mashed potato and bacon pizza, and oh, that geez. was the most ex- interesting culinary experience I've had in a while. Yeah. Did you eat it with your hands
0: or with a fork?
1: I don't know, I ate it with my hands. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I had to do my wife
0: my wife does it with a fork and I'm like pick the goddamn thing up woman yeah now this <laughs> now this pizza was different than what I've
1: had because I actually had to do the like sideways the wrap yeah okay. To like you know to, to fit it because it was a little more flaccid but, blah, 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 blah. but I mean it was it was good it was tasty so um that that experience like them hanging out with them in Connecticut was was mm-hmm. fun um well, as far as Salem what goes was it was like monsoon raining. You, you know, so we got we went there like earlier in the day, walked around for about a couple miles looking for the Hogus Pocus house. Got soaked. I then had to go to Walmart on the way back to Salem mm-hmm. to go get some waterproof shoes and a waterproof jacket cuz everyone else had a fucking uh parka called park yeah, park had a uh, uh polka No, rain it's peachy. Not a parka, uh
0: rain poncho. Poncho, yes, poncho. <laughs> Everyone else had a poncho. But it I'm is, like, so many P words. I cannot think of it for sure. But it reason. ended up working out because I actually really love
1: both the jacket and the shoes that I bought. So there you go. I was appreciative of that. But yeah, it just it rained literally nonstop. And oh, so God. we actually really didn't get to do anything. We got some souvenirs, um, but as far as like tours and other like witchy things, we didn't get to do. So that, that sucked. Oh, that's um, but yeah. And then when we got back, kind of came back to the reality and we're like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um but last thing i've been doing honestly i've actually started today was um shadow of the tomb raider um oh, okay. anthony had gotten shadow he got the steelbook of uh, edition of shadow of the tomb raider and you before we and were leaving Steel he books. was like do you want it <laughs> and i was like i mean he was like because if not i'm just gonna that best Buy's gonna sell it to me for 20 bucks so i'll sell it to you for 20 bucks i'm like i'll take it that's a deal okay um and It's a little early to tell. I'm only about four hours in. Yeah. But there's a chance that it may be on my list of game of the year.
0: Really? I don't know. I think my problem, my biggest problem, I think, is that um, uh, with Uncharted 4, personally, I think Uncharted 4 broke me when it came to those kind of games because, like, It's not that it was a bad game. It's just that it did so much similar to what it's done in the past that nothing really surprised me. Nothing really like nothing put me up in the sky. You know what I mean? Like and so then here we have this, which is supposed to be the third. So it should be like the most outrageous version of it. And it's just kind of like, okay, this seems like the first one at least in my from what I played I didn't play that much of it cuz I actually just rented it or whatever cuz I'm mm-hmm. like ah I have a weekend my wife's working I need something to do and it it was the only thing that was available that I even remotely wanted to play so I'm like okay I'll give it a shot and not and it's just like okay this is like uncharted with the role reversed like that's all it felt like yeah so shadow feels
1: to me like rise like rise new game plus but with an actual new story <laughs> um, yeah. Because a lot okay. of the things you picked up in Rise are now permanent abilities that you can do like from the start. Um, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But I play I play it the way that I think they they design it to. Um, <laughs> just in this. Well, just no, no, no. Because like I know Anthony. You're playing it, it wrong, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know that Anthony just mainlined it. He was like, I can give a fuck about the tombs. Like I just I'll wanted to get through the story. It, um, but I feel like the best way to play Tomb Raider is slow and methodical, and like. Like, for example, I just got to a part where I found my first tomb, and um, I was like, oh, here's the objective. Oh, here's a tomb. I went straight to the tomb, right. and I'm enjoying picking up the little artifacts and, like, the history stuff. That's what I liked about Rise was, like, mm-hmm. learning languages and, like, finding these, like, like facts of, like, peop- journals that people had wrote down. Um, so that part of it, I really enjoyed. But for some reason, it's just it's scratching an itch I didn't know I wanted to be scratched. <laughs> And it could be because the last two big ones that I. <laughs> the last two uh, big games that I played were very much in the zeitgeist, being God of mm-hmm. War and Spider Man. Right. Um, okay. And so Shadow kind of, because it came out at a bad time, everyone's talking about Red Dead. Nobody's talking about Shadow. So I'm able to enjoy it by myself without anyone being like, oh, look at this game. Check this game out. So yeah, that probably has point. a lot to do with it. But also, like. I loved Rise, but I didn't like how much they doubled down on open world hub world areas. And mm, I, I don't okay. know if Shadow gets to that point, but so far it seems very mainline linear with some kind of navigation.
0: Um, yeah, supposedly this is a lot more survival, and I started picking up down that because like after I got past the first part, which is where like you know the the one town gets flooded, and then so then you get to a new part, and that's where your plane crashed, which Totally unbelievable. I mean, suspension of disbelief aside, come on, guys. You're better than this. I just I love we're... how
1: they keep continuing to beat the shit out of Camilla Luddington. Like, literally, right. they're just, like, t- beating the shit out of her.
0: I don't know. Like, I just... I know it's a video game, but it's like... I feel like anything that happened to, like... In this, this is sexist. Everybody, prepare yourself. Trigger warning. Like, I feel like everything they put Drake through was believable to a certain point Mm. something would fall over and he would he would hit something but it would be close enough where it wouldn't like it it wouldn't have broken anything because he's it's you know and it's more about the spectacle going on around him rather than what's happening to him then you have this the plane (laughs) crash and just the way that the entire front of her thing is missing and she's just like i'm okay everybody Nobody worry. Like, I don't know. It's just, it. I don't know. Little well, some, things like that kind of bug me. Yeah. Something I like
1: about it is from the start of the, I mean, you got to the, where did you, did you get to the jungle? You got
0: to the plane, yeah, obviously. I, re, I got to the jungle and then I had to go get my supplies and then probably anywhere from an hour after I got my supplies. So okay. just goofing
1: off and stuff. So this isn't a spoiler because they've said this in the game. They've said this before the game came out and it's in the very very beginning of the game. Yeah. Uh, something I liked right off the bat was how you're, you're typically used to, Oh, I have to do this to stop Trinity, to stop the bad guys Uh in this game. For example, I got to take this dagger so they don't do it. And the bad guys, when she confronts her, literally was like, did you take that? Why did you take, do you know what you just did? You just, you just made what we were trying to do way worse. And I was like,
0: Hmm. Making the, making
1: the good guy feel like the bad guy is a very interesting story. Um, point of view
0: yeah um i i wish i would have been able to dive more into that as far as like you know yeah but it just didn't grab me and i, I do 100 percent blame like uncharted because it's like it was the fourth or technically fifth if you played the vita which i did uh entry in the into the series and even i mean i played the very first uh remake of tomb raider And I actually really like that, and Mm -hmm. I played a couple of hours of the second one, and I know that people are like, "Oh, it doesn't get good until whatever," but um, but it it was kind of the same thing with the second Tomb Raider. It's like it just didn't grasp me. It just like, okay, this just seems like more, you know. And that's to some people that's okay, and if that's you, that's. Go for it. Who cares? <laughs> you know? And if you, especially you, Nate, I mean, if you're having fun with it, keep going. But for me, it was just like, you know, eh, I'm good.
1: I'm definitely in the camp of, I. I as a game, I like Tomb Raider better than
0: Uncharted. Yeah. Story wise,
1: I like Uncharted better than Tomb Raider. Though this one I'm and very interested in. I think that in. might
0: be my, my thing too, you know? Go on. What? I think that might be my thing too. Yeah. As a game, yeah, I do like the more open ended nature of. Tomb Raider, even though they tried, you know, opening it up in uh, Uncharted Four, just wasn't the same. Well, I just like the mechanics they
1: give you in Tomb Raider as well. Like I like okay. the them incentivizing you to explore the map, explore these artifacts, you know, yeah. learn languages, and it kind of reminds Wait, me. they want me to learn? Yeah, you, well, it kind of reminds me in the sense of of AC. You know, when Assassin's Creed had come out, like you know, Assassin's Creed one to two to three, them focusing on being historical. Mm -hmm. i feel like tomb raider focuses on you trying to discover mysteries of the past and like stuff that has come whereas uncharted is very much action pulp let me play this eight hour long movie which it's totally great but i think as a game as a whole mechanics overall everything i think the tomb raider games are better than uncharted Mm -hmm. but that's my that's my camp you know I'll, i'll i'll die on that hill
0: yeah it's a very small hill I'm used to it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what I've been up to, obviously, Fallout 76 has a beta, so I tried that out.
1: Yeah, tell me about that, because I actually really want... I, like, not sarcastically, I want to... No, wanna no, no, your...
0: no. Um. So, first off, like, you know, I'm going to pull a golden circle here and be like, I don't get what all the hanks about. Um, I don't know. Like, for me, I put this up on Twitter, and it's like... Fallout is the game for me. Um I like the story of Fallout and you know that's great and all but what I do 90 to 95% of my time is I just go around, I explore. I I was really bad. Like I have a problem Nate. <laughs> I was really bad at scavenging anything that I could. There's a cup on the ground, I'm scavenging it. There's some oh, bones you're a on the hoarder. ground. I scavenge. Yes. I'd go from area to area and I'd pick up everything I could, any possible thing I could, and then if I couldn't fit anything, or if I couldn't fit everything, I'd find a random trash can, I'd mark it, and I'd put everything in there, go sell it, fast travel back oh there, God. grab everything again. <laughs> That was Nick, me.
1: you have a problem. <laughs> I have
0: a serious problem. And Jesus. now, here's this game, and it was made, I feel like it was made for me and for gamers like me. Because I didn't get my story from the NPCs. And a lot of people who are giving out negativity about this game are are people who are complaining the fact that it's not a single player game. And that seems to be the crux of their complaining is that, you know, I can't play this single player way away a single player way away a single player. I don't care. You know, would I have preferred a single player or maybe even just a co-op and not full on multiplayer? Yeah, I think so. But based on what I am getting, I like it. I really like it. And I feel like it was made for creating like your own adventure and getting out there and having a lot of fun and the social aspects of it are really cool. I just, you know, I, I haven't seen anything negative and like I am also, I came on the latter half of the um, beta. So um, obviously I'm playing it on the PlayStation four and I only finally got a chance to play it this Sunday. So the beta had already been out for a little while, on um the PlayStation 4 and on the Xbox. Um and so I I got to play it probably after they've updated it maybe one or two times and they maybe fixed some background stuff for so for me, a lot of like bugs and stuff that people are complaining about in the tons and tons and tons of videos that I've seen that are being negative about Fallout 76, I haven't personally experience those bugs. Not saying that they don't exist. It's just that for me personally, I haven't experienced them. Um, like, like one big one that people have complained about is like people showing up in like the T pose or whatever, you know, like when they're, when T-pose? they're doing the test or whatever. So um, I haven't seen that, but it's like, Oh, okay. You know that, that would suck. Um, I I guess maybe one negative I would, I would have to put, put out there is that I guess it's a little easy so far, but from what I heard, once you venture out like the main central hub that I'm in, it does start getting a lot more um, like punishing. So um, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know where to go from here. So ask me questions
1: and then I'll answer them. So I understand the sentiment of, of the whole single player thing. For me, I'm not a huge fallout guy I-, I remember playing fallout 3 like the first four hours of it on on xbox 360 because a friend let me borrow it mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it just because those games never spoke to me at, at the time which is very funny because i loved skyrim um, yeah uh, but so when fallout 4 came out when it was coming out i was like oh this sounds really exciting oh i really want the pit boy edition because it's super cool because i'm also i'm a i'm a real life hoarder like if you look at my shelf over there i've got so many collectibles it's not even funny
0: oh yes um, look at that shelf with all the collectibles on it there it is. And there's like my, there's my wife's vanity. She's got shit everywhere. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> I
1: thought we could share an office, but then she's just money. Anyway, so um, I got the Pit Boy edition, and that was actually a hassle. It, it, anyway, I ended up selling it because I needed money for something else for a trip. But um, so when I got Fallout Four. The story that I played, you know, cool, uh, the the Institute, that was cool, you know, whatever. But my story was the experience I had in the game, was yeah. going to these installations, going to these abandoned places, scavenging, figuring, mm-hmm. like, reading things. That was my single-player experience. I really exactly. could care less about the actual story, because I really didn't get that far in it. Mm-hmm. Now, I ended up, like, not playing it anymore, just because it, it, at the time, it was very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like... I have other stuff that I can do, like, you know, I, the, <sighs> there are very few RPGs that hook me and make me want to play continuously, continuously, and that's why I don't play, like, MMOs or, like, games like Siege or, Ma- like, Destiny very often. It's because uh-huh. I'm not the type of person who gets caught up in the grind when, like, y- you know what I mean? You understand what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. Um, so, I I totally get that. Um I think most people's complaints with 76, though, is is a lot of people's complaints with, with Red Dead in a sense of in a world in a year where you have the best Spider-Man game ever made, the best God of War game ever made, and both are fantastic because of what they did to push the envelope. I feel like it's worse in, in Bethesda's case where people feel like 76 didn't push the envelope really at all, that mm-hmm. it just felt like a multiplayer Fallout in a new setting.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but it's...
0: <sighs> it really wasn't a question, but sure.
1: Well, yeah, I'm just making a blanket <laughs> statement on it. Um, so, so, I guess to jump off from that, what are things in particular that you're not liking? Uh,
0: that is unfair. Right now, there's not a lot that I'm not liking, other than, I think I said it before, it's like, you know, the enemies are a little bit easy. But, like I said, here based on hearsay they do get harder and they they're I'm just in the very I'm in the very easy area so all I'm going up against are feral ghouls and um bots so I do you like
1: the fact that the feral ghouls are dressed I've heard that that's a thing
0: <laughs> there are people mad about it
1: no 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 I've heard that people like that it's so soon after the apocalypse that oh.
0: nobody's decrepit yet um I mean I don't care i mean it's not like i have a preference of ghouls i mean as (laughs) i mean i find that i want my zombies clothed thank you well no this is a family game where you blow people's heads up
1: (laughs) i think i i I find that personally interesting just because like i like because all the fallouts have been like years or decades after the uh, after the explosions but this one's set immediately after oh we're actually watching the world decay not having seen the world already decayed yeah i find that interesting in that sense
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I yeah, I don't pay that much attention to what they're wearing, other than if they have some armor on and I steal their armor and then Fair I craft good. it. Um, I think the biggest, one of the biggest things that really got me excited, giggity, is <laughs> my wife was watching me and she's watched me play tons of Fallout games in the past. Um, And she like she even made a comment like, oh, you know, I do definitely remember you playing Fallout in the past. And there's that one song that was on all the time. I'm I'm like, oh, uh, you mean, oh, I just lost it. Oh, I won't stop to set the world on fire. Was that in
1: three or four as well? Three. Oh, that's what well, I
0: actually, I think it might have been in both. And then my favorite, my favorite song is the uh, Butcher Pete song. I keep hacking and whacking and smacking. I keep hacking and whacking and smacking. I keep hacking and whacking and smacking. I keep hack, whack, chobbing at me. <laughs> See,
1: I, I was super excited for, because I'm a big music soundtrack guy. I, you are as well. Like, I loved the ad, the uh, marketing for Fallout 4, because Wonderer, the, I'm a wonderer. I wonder like leading into Fallout 4 got me Yeah, got me really excited for the game. Like that's mm-hmm. the song that I think of when I
0: think of Fallout 4. Mm. Uh so anyway, so like back to my wife. Uh she so she brought that up. She's like, "I remember you playing this." And then one thing she brought up that got me so excited cuz I'm like, "Oh, this means she actually might like it." But she made a observation that she's like, "You know, this is kind of like 7 days to die, isn't it?" And then I'm like, I I stopped and I thought about it. I'm like, "Oh my god, you're kind of right." Like, you have to worry about eating, you have to worry about drinking, a shit ton of crafting but now it's in the Fallout universe. I'm like, my God, you're right, woman. I love you. I was like, which got, like I said, it got me excited because I'm like, wait, she might actually like this game. Before, it's like I wanted to force her to do it. It's like, you have to play this, please, honey. And now I feel like it's going to be such an easier transition because it's like, hey, remember that game we played together, Seven Days to Die? Well, this is sort of like this. And her making that comparison was like, great this is going to be an easier sell you know i'll be able to get it and you're not going to you know you're not going to scuff every day you mean you want me to play an rpg with you (laughs) you know so i'm like super excited about that because i mean like it really took her saying that to for me to really go oh you know that makes sense actually you know and i think it is the um it is the emphasis on crafting. And actually, that's one thing I really like. Now, in Fallout 3, you said you played a little bit of that one, right?
1: Yeah, I played more of 4 than 3, for sure.
0: Okay. Well... Three was actually good, whereas four was just a reskin. So, yeah, three. I, I got uh, that comparison as well. <laughs> three, uh, one thing that I really liked about that was the weapon degradation. And one thing that they had, obviously, was if you had like two 10 millimeter pistols, you would use parts from the 10 millimeter pistol to repair the other 10 millimeter pistol, but it was literally as easy as clicking on one and then clicking on the other and boom, it's repaired. This one has the degradation, which four got rid of, and I will never understand why, but four got rid of it. And now the degradation and condition is back, but um you have to do everything at like a workstation, which to me makes way more sense. It's like how, I mean, it's already a jump in logic that you can carry around like, you know, all this stuff on your back and you're just like basically a a mule or something. So that's hard enough to but then to be like, oh, yeah, you have all these sophisticated tools that you can just pull out at any moment and like repair your weapons. It's like, uh, but having it done at a. At a like a crafting station actually makes more sense and kind of just adds to the survivability of it mm. because now it's like if if something breaks down I have to make it back to like my my workstation. And so now, instead of just clicking one button and then clicking on the 10 millimeter pistol, for instance, to repair it, because hey, I already have the 10 millimeter pistol, so just combine them together and poof, you know, now what I have to do is I have to go into my workstation, I have to junk all my guns. Like, let's say I have a couple of 10 millimeter pistols just laying around. Okay, I'll junk the ones that have the least amount of condition. And then the parts that I get, the scrap that I get from that, I put towards um, repairing the other thing. Not only that, one thing I did like from 4 is that it gave all my hoarding. Meeting Because I could scrap all the junk, all the useless stuff that I was picking, all the 8,000 tin cans that I'd be picking up. And I could scrap that and use that for like building and stuff. And so now it's the same thing, only now a little bit more because I have to craft weapons. I have to repair my weapons. I have to maybe get mods for my weapons. I have to get the recipes for those mods. So the emphasis on crafting is just really cool. And I mean, I, I really like that aspect of it. And then the fact that it's online is kind of just an additive because like I said, me, the NPCs and not being any NPCs, that's not a huge draw or, you know, um, negative for me because exploring the world and being a part of the world, that's what makes it for me.
1: Would you agree with the statement that one of the best things about 4 was it added a lot more quality of life from 3?
0: No. I mean, just in a-
1: the sense of that mechanic you were talking about, that feature of being able to... Because to, like, I remember that being a thing in 4 of the the crafting being a lot better and then yeah. the like um, item utilization that's not the right thing i'm looking for mm-hmm. but being able to quickly
0: what you could do with your items i remember being a lot better i mean yes there were certain things but i mean i think what a lot of fallout fans didn't like was the fact that there was no degradation there was no condition to your weapons anymore so it oh, felt that's right like, that's right it felt like um soft core fallout porn giggity um, and so now we're back to the hardcore stuff because now because um, uh, even I think I want to say I want to say New Vegas and for both had a survival mode, but it was just. A- completely separate mode that you had to like start like a new game in whereas this it's it's putting in the survival aspects like eating drinking sleeping it's putting that in from the very beginning and making it a part of the systems like for instance one thing that i found really cool is like when i rest i slowly gain uh health so i could just lay down and it'll be like and so You know, maybe if I'm just about to go out on a a quest or whatever, go take a rest. Not only does it slowly um, heal me so I don't have to use my stem packs, but if I'm well rested, which doesn't take that much time, if I'm well rested, it gives me a buff in my experience. So like resting right before like a quest makes more sense because it's like oh i get this like five percent buff in experience and i'm pretty sure somewhere down the line they're going to make it so that oh now you get ten percent buff every time you're well rested or you know something like that
1: that sounds kind of similar to the core the way the cores are set up in red dead redemption 2 where you have to sleep eat and which let me okay this is the final question i have for you about that okay as far as games go going forward do you like those features? Oh, yeah, definitely. So you like you like being
0: able to make sure I eat, make sure I shit, make sure I bathe and sleep? I think it does go too far. Like, when you have, like, the stuff I've heard from Red Dead Redemption... Like having to bathe, or people will, you know, will think that you stink and be scared of you, or like, oh, now I have to cut my hair, or my my beard's gonna be too raggly or scraggly or something like that. I have to clean my weapons, and it's like, I, I do believe it can go too far. But also from what I heard that it doesn't happen so often that, you know, it's not as big of a deal. But still, I, I don't know. I feel like there is a very fine line. Um, what you have in 76, um, I think even playing for, I want to say six hours or something, I think I had to I had to eat or drink because my meters were going down like once or twice. Mm -hmm. Um, all the other times I was already eating or drinking to maybe give myself a little more health because I was in a fight. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I was already doing those things to give myself HP. And so that kind of made it so I didn't have to do it. And I wasn't forced to do it, if that makes sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I think because we, we talk about it now, like developers, like, Hey, this is this mechanic. I, (laughs) it reminds me of, um, When Skyrim came out on Switch, um, I I started playing it again. Excuse me. Back in the day when I played on 360 and played how many hundreds of hours in it, there are certain things I never noticed. So there's a mechanic like that similar like that in Skyrim as well, as far as Mm -hmm. wellness goes. But I think it's something I never paid attention to, but now I did for whatever reason. So I I remember going through a cave and I got uh, attacked by poison. Oh, okay. And... Uh, that was like however long ago. Um, And I think I don't, I haven't slept since, like since I started the game, because I never did that in Skyrim when I played the first time. I never slept, never did any of that. I just kept on going. Yeah. Now, anytime I go into a town or have an interaction with someone, they're like, man, you're not looking good. And I'm like, is it because I haven't slept? Is it because I got hit by poison and never cured myself? Like, (laughs) it's just one of those that like years later, I'm like, wait, was that always there? Like I've never noticed that. Yeah.
0: What's mm-hmm. up, baby? Zoeyanne, what's up? What's up? Uh, Sophia. Oh, uh, you're watching Sophia? Yeah. Okay. to
1: oh, play with Sophia
0: again? Um, later, sweetie. Daddy's getting ready to get done. Okay. Okay. All right, love you, sweetie.
1: Daddy's Dad, done. Daddy, play Play-Doh.
0: Uh, okay, baby. All right, I Mark, didn't you. understand. I didn't understand any of that last part. <laughs> she wants to play with her Play-Doh. Duh. Oh, okay. Excuse me, I don't have kids. God <laughs> You don't have the lingo down, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't I don't know your secret code.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um so I mean like that was a very jumbled way of getting giving my review, but I I, I just I personally like it. Um and to to the point where it's kind of like it's kind of like right before Call of Duty came out where there was just so much hate and then even then it seemed like the same people that were hating it suddenly loved it when it came out. So I don't know if we're about to experience the same thing with Fallout 76, but it's like there's so much hate out there and it, like I do legitimately get That if somebody's having problems with bugs or something or they're having connection issues or stuff like that, I genuinely understand that and it would frustrate me. I mean, like, I almost hate this. Tell me if you have the same experience. But I almost hate it when I don't experience bugs because then it's like... I don't know. It feels weird because it's like here all these people are complaining about bugs and I haven't personally experienced them. So I almost like am I doing it a disservice by not talking about bugs? Yeah, I I had that feeling with
1: Unity where um, I was a part of the conversation because I had a lot of bugs, but I never encountered the floating eyes and mouth. I never encountered Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I I like that. That just never happened to me. I experienced a lot of bugs where stuff would just like take
0: forever. What about like, uh, what about like origins and odyssey? Those had a lot of bugs. Have you experienced any of that?
1: I had maybe one, but it wasn't nearly as, as much. Well, like in, in, um, uh, black ops four, black ops four apparently is having a lot of crashing issues with some people. Um, and I had my first crash on Saturday. Oh, okay. I played for about four hours straight, and I had one crash.
0: Okay. So, But like, okay, so back to my question. Does it make you feel weird that here's all this negativity behind the thing you like, and you're like, I'm not experiencing that, so... Well, so, so let me ask you. Does
1: it make you feel like you're not a part of the conversation?
0: It's not about being a part of the conversation. It's about if I was a part of the conversation, they would discredit me and say oh well you don't know what you're talking about well okay that's not what
1: i meant to ask what i meant to ask was do you feel like you're missing out on the experience by not experiencing bugs
0: oh no definitely not okay if anything i feel like i'm getting a better experience because i'm lucky enough to but that's the thing i think it is luck You know, I don't think it's like I said before, I don't think it's the fact that these bugs don't exist. Like it's somehow fabricated that, you know, it's not that it's the fact that somehow I happen to be lucky enough to not experience the T figure. You know, I've seen it with my own eyes and I've seen bugs that people are complaining about, but I personally just haven't experienced them. So I don't know. I don't know why, but it makes me feel weird because it's like. I don't know like I guess what I was saying before about being discredited. I I feel like if if there was a huge room of people and they're all just saying, you know, screw Fallout 76, screw Fallout 76 and then I come in and I'm like, actually I haven't experienced any of those. All of them would immediately just be like, "Oh, you're just a fanboy. You're just a fanboy. Fuck you." Yeah. I can so, do that. I mean that's why it makes me feel weird cuz it's like here I am praising this game talking about how it's everything that I want in a multiplayer Fallout game and so yeah it just makes me feel weird it makes me have this weird feeling that like okay somebody's just going to come up and they're going to be like oh here's source A source B source C source D source E they they all say the game is suck and so I'm never going to watch you again I'm never going to listen to you again because you clearly can't be trusted
1: oh uh, yeah i definitely see what you mean yeah Yeah, it's a weird um, feeling yeah
0: i I can see how that how
1: that is kind of a weird feeling but also at the same time like it's one of those that kind of not makes you feel proud but it's like okay well i am different from everyone else because i'm not having that experience so maybe my commentary on the experience i'm having Mm -hmm. is 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 going to be this it has would have the same amount of weight as someone else so like a prime example would be i was listening to um most recent kind of funny games cast and they were talking about the spider-man dlc um one of the guys greg he played it before like i think a day before it launched everyone else or he played <laughs> it like when it came out and yeah. had a great time great experience um had no issues the other one tim he played it later in the week but had an experience to where his game was not nearly as polished as the main game was. So, like, you know how you, ha- you would have loading screens that would, w- when you're supposed to go to night, when you're in the daytime? Oh, Spider Man? Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anytime those would happen for him, it would still be daytime. But people would be saying, like, oh, it's sure dark outside. And, like, there was some stuff that was interesting. Yeah. So he had, like, really interesting, like, shouldn't have happened polished issues. But hmm. it's very interesting because Greg played it before like when it came out, but Tim played it later and had a worse experience. So I think, I think both instances
0: have the same amount of weight. Yeah. You know, it's
1: just a different difference of opinion.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's my thing. I liked it. It's super awesome. I can't like it like that. I like it like that. Hey, baby.
1: I I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. (laughs) oh i also did watch deadpool 2 again on the airplane home
0: yay that
1: was interesting yeah i really i liked it the first time i saw it i saw it again i'm like okay this movie was just kind of okay
0: yeah it was just it was just there you know it was good definitely very good and definitely like yeah um but yeah, I'm, I personally, I really liked it, and it's like, it's to the point where it's like, if I needed to buy it for one of you guys, I would pay double for this, just so I can have people to play with, because I'm already going to play it with my wife, but it's like, I want us, I want us to make some content on this, like, that's how excited I am about this, and it comes out so soon, so. What? what? You go poopy? Are you on the toilet? Do you need help? Okay, I'll be right back.
1: Okay. Hey everyone, it's me again. Hi there. Hey everyone. How are you today? (laughs) I'm good. I'm fucking terrifying. I'm absolutely terrifying. What makes this worse is I used to do this all the time whenever I was just by myself. I would talk to myself in a weird voice and it makes me feel like something's wrong with me and it could be, but I also don't want to misdiagnose myself. So I don't know if there's anything's actually wrong. I think I just talk to myself. I always had to keep myself occupied anyway as a kid, so that probably has a lot to do with it. Mm. I never had that attachment with um imaginary friends like everyone else did like where oh no I don't want to leave that friend I remember I had one but anyway fun thoughts with Nate
0: Were you talking that whole time? <laughs> yes I was. What the hell dude? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh okay, I am ready if you want to make another mark. Uh, An hour and 1 hour one 20 time. Okay. All right. So, I mean, that is the bulk of the show. That is kind of what we've been up to and what we've been doing. Um, So this is the part of the show I was talking about before where um, it's a little bit more serious and just something that, you know, we wanted or I wanted to talk about. And Nate agreed. So he's going to sit here and take it. Giggity.
1: You going to take it? I'm going to take that. Yep. (laughs)
0: Oh, God, that's like the worst part of the whole.
1: It'll pop yeah. off a piece of my dear
0: <laughs> No, but seriously, no, we're going to get serious now. <laughs> I just had to throw <laughs> that in there. We're going to go serious. Seriously, guys. Um, but anyway, so this is a part of the podcast that if you didn't want to listen to or whatever, then that's, that's totally fine. We're not going to be offended by that. Um, this is just kind of basically what I'm going to be talking about is that I had this event and so I'm going to be talking about my experience at that event. So if you are out, then make sure to look us up on TX3 Productions on Twitter or Threat X3 Productions on Facebook. And also look at our YouTube. We've been doing a little bit more here and there for YouTube, putting up videos. And so check that out as well. Yeah. All right. So um, I, I'm i still, like, debating in my head. Like, how do I want to do this? Well, how do I want to portray it or whatever? Like, I don't want people – I don't want people to just straight up be, oh, well, Nick's just complaining. Here he is, wah-wah. Um. But, you know, at the same time, you know, like it is something that I've just, I just, I do feel kind of strongly about because of my experience. So I'll try to put it in as much of an order as I can. Um, so I had this extra life event. And so I was super excited about this event. And it's actually like last year we did an extra life and somebody else was putting it on. And I was just kind of there as a host, as like a shoutcaster. And so we were really we weren't. We weren't, like, an official capacity, and that was back when we had uh, Kevin and me and him. We did it together, and that was awesome, and so this year, I was kind of working with somebody else, and this year, we were actually working with a completely different company who was putting it on. Um, His name's Sean, and he runs uh, something called Gem State Gaming Convention, and so it was really exciting because this is an event that it was so big that they had to move it to a hotel before they were able to just have it at his board game. Um, He store. runs a board game store basically. And so, um, but obviously because he's a board game store, what they usually focused on was like D and D and tabletop and trading card games. That's what they focused on. Um, He was interested in the video game side of stuff and making it more of a community driven event. And so that's where I came in and that's where another guy came in. We're going to call him Brad because I don't want to use his real name because I'm not trying to drag somebody through the through the mud. So we're going to call him Brad. So me and Brad were put in charge of like the video game side of stuff. Um, for a while I didn't even really talk to Brad. And so we were kind of just going through, you know, texts or back and forth through Sean. Um, and it, it really, it was really kind of like a last minute thing. We didn't have a super long time. I want to say we had a week and a half to two weeks at the max to really put something together. So, um, me being, the guy I am like I throw stuff together like I threw together some tournaments and okay well what time do we want to do the tournaments at and everything so I got everything together I tried to contact a couple of people I actually got VR one um arcade and they agreed to come down and put up a VR uh for a portion of the event and so they were going to come down twice or something like that. So it's like, okay, great. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So you get free advertisement and we get a freaking VR in our video game section. This is freaking awesome. Uh, on top of that, we were going to have a local radio station and it was um, the X-Rocks and that was great. And it's like, okay, local radio station. Um, and And, you know, so that means they already have a community of people who listen to them and so that's gonna be really great, not just for the event and for getting the word out, but then if I'm being honest, it might be good for us because if if this goes well, you know, people hear the name Threat X3 Productions, this is great, you know. So it was a really good opportunity to put myself out there and to also show people what I could do because uh, in a lot of ways, this was almost like a trial run for what hopefully next year could be um and so that's kind of the setup that's the just what happened before i'm super excited i'm ready to go i'm i mean i i couldn't be more ecstatic and then the day of um probably could not have gone worse if we tried. (laughs) Um, There was a lot that was no one person's fault. Like for instance, we were going to be doing Fortnite, Call of Duty, uh, Mario Kart, and Mortal Kombat were our four like main stage quote unquote tournaments. Um, But we get there, the internet for the hotel sucks absolutely sucks we can barely get up and down like he was trying to get on his xbox one and it wouldn't even give him speeds like that's how bad it was um and then sean the guy who ran the whole gym state gaming convention sean um actually went out spent his own money on a hot spot so that we could use the hotspot for the tournament. And so what we were hoping is that, okay, well, we'll only use that hotspot on the things that we need, which was Fortnite. Well, that didn't work out so well because the hotspot still didn't give us great speeds. And I don't know if it was just because, like, the hotel is right next to the freeway, so maybe they don't have as good of signal right next to the freeway. You know, it was just kind of a clusterfuck of one thing after another. So we're like, you know what? We're going to roll with the punches. Fortnite was really the only game we absolutely needed to be online for because it's freaking Fortnite. (laughs) Yeah. Can
1: you even play Fortnite Land?
0: Not that I know of, unless there's some workaround on the PC. We were mainly consoles there. There was no PCs. Okay. So, like, Call of Duty, we were just going to run that LAN through my mm-hmm. two PlayStations. Uh, Mario Kart, I mean, Nintendo is the king of couch co-op, so yeah. we didn't have any worries there. Rocket League was another one, and that was another one we could just... We had these big... Uh, oh, there's another. Like, Renaissance Center came, and they gave us three TVs. Um And they were supposed to give us some PlayStations, but they ended up only giving us Xbox One. So that kind of messed me up because I was like, oh, well, I thought I was going to have more controllers, (laughs) but I didn't. So it's like we had to have somebody go grab. The first hour of the event was really just people going and grabbing stuff that we should have already had. But, you know, we didn't know. Like, for instance, we didn't know they weren't going to provide us with, like, power outlets you know, or they were, but they were in the, it was a big room. So we had to get like an extension cord. Well, they didn't provide us with the extension cord. They didn't provide us with uh, like a, a surge protector or something. So people had to go grab that. I luckily, being the Boy Scout that I am, I brought my 100 foot um, extension cord because I put on stuff like this before. Um, but anyway, so that was another thing that was just like, oh, only Xboxes? Okay, whatever, sure, <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Uh, X The X-Rocks, you know, I love them, good for them. They they came down and they, they tried their best, um, but internet wasn't working for them. But, I mean, what I didn't like about that particular situation was the X um, kind of just literally blocked themselves off in their own little corner, and so, like, what I mean by literally is, like, they put four tables in a square off into a corner. So my expectations going into this is like, oh, a local radio station's going to play with us. We're going to do tournaments with the local radio station. But instead, they kind of just went into their own little corner and they started streaming. And so they didn't interact with us. I even tried like, Hey, you guys want to come over here and play? Well, you got the next round or whatever. And they're like, no, we have our own thing going on. I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay, cool. Like, So that kind of sucked Cause it was like, you know, expectations versus what actually happened was just, you know, Oh my God. So all of that was bad enough because it's like, I, I really wanted this to go well for multiple reasons. Um, because obviously the, the, the I guess the biggest thing that I haven't mentioned yet is this This was all for extra life. So this was all supposed to be building up the community and, you know, raising money for the kids. kids, you know. And so all of that sucks enough as it is. And then we get to the real like kind of crux of the situation, the real reason that I'm talking about it today. And that was kind of the way that Brad treated me. Um, I, I honestly don't know other than little, you know, ha you know, light joking back and forth. I don't think I've ever had somebody like legitimately delegitimize me just because of a console I choose to play on or the fact that I'm a YouTuber, quote unquote. Um, but he sure did it. He sure did it. And he did it all night long. Um, And like, I'm, I'm totally one for me and you, we have tons of fun poking at each other. And you know, we always poke the bear. You never leave the bear alone. You gotta poke it. (laughs) Um, But we always have fun with each other. I think that's the most important part. There's been some times where legitimately we've stopped recording and I've been like, Hey Nate, was that too far? Right? Yeah. 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 And. And there's sometimes that you've actually like, Set
1: like there. I think there was one time in particular where I kept joking. You are like, "Hey, we really need to be serious right here." And I was like, yeah. "Okay, that's fine." I took that. I took that in stride because I was like, "Okay, I'm in the wrong on that."
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. There's been many instances where like you do a really good job of acting like you're mad, and so afterwards I would always be like, "You okay?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." We I was oh, playing a bit. You thought that was acting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, my point being is that it's always been both ways. Like anytime I give you shit, you give me shit back. Uh, the problem was that it wasn't both ways. He kept giving me so much shit about I'm just a PlayStation guy. And it wasn't like and it wasn't like we were joking together. That's I'm going to keep saying that, so I'm sorry if I'm going to be a broken record, but that's like that's the main reason that I don't think it's right. We weren't both joking. He kept I would say the most random thing about anything. And he would just be like, Oh, well you're just a PlayStation. So you don't know. So and let me ask
1: you the, the, sorry to interrupt. No, but, go for um, it. For, for context, the remarks he was making, was it in the sense of internet? Oh, fuck you. PlayStation fat boy. Huh, or was it legitimate? I'm or was it legitimate? Like, Oh, you just like PlayStation. What The fuck kind of shit is that? Like, like a, like a, you, you get you get the. I I'm feel making. like
0: it was in between because there was some times where it's like, yeah, he was just being a fanboy, and yeah, he was just, you know, hard, he was just hazing me, quote unquote, you know. But uh, my my main thing is that when it when it when it's clear that it's not both ways, and when both parties aren't taking aren't aren't participating in the shit talking then it's bullying and that's kind of that's kind of like i feel like he 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 passed that mark early in the night because like i said it would just be some random thing and there would even be some instances where it's like i would ask like a legitimate question about something and he'd be like oh well what do you know like it's like i and i straight up would tell him dude i'm asking a legitimate question could you not do that you know, so there's many instances where like, I'm trying to tell him, dude, that's not cool. Can you stop? And he just kept at it. And of course, anytime I would get really mad, he'd be like, hey, dude, that's just my sense of humor or whatever. And I'm like, so mm-hmm.
1: is, is Brad like a, you're probably going to get to this, but is he like a streamer? Like, is this like, yes. what is his shtick? Cause you made a comment his about
0: schtick, how he- His shtick, his shtick is that he's a mixer. Um, So he's. On the Xbox and Mixer, if you guys don't know, is integrated into the Xbox. So that's why he likes it so much. Yeah, Mixer's
1: basically becoming a replacement for Twitch. That's what they're trying yeah, to do at least.
0: Exactly. And it's so integrated into the Xbox that that's why he's harping on it so bad. Um, but yeah, there was even instances, I I kind of hinted at it before, but there was even instances where he would kind of bring in the fact that I was a YouTuber And also use that. And I think genuinely what made it worse is that I was like the only uh, PlayStation guy there. So whenever he would make a comment, because he was always the instigator, whenever he would make a comment, everybody else would also make kind of a similar comment. Like, yeah, shut up, PlayStation.
1: So was this, these remarks, were they made to both of you or were they made to a crowd?
0: Well, there was only me, so...
1: No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is when he's making these remarks, are they two other people that are there or is it just
0: bullying you... Me.
1: The whole night? Me. Like, is, is, he, is he doing it like as a group effort of like, oh, yeah, haha, ha you only play PlayStation? Yeah, he only plays PlayStation. Like...
0: Well, yeah, see? but I
1: mean... Is he doing it in front of an audience or is he doing it just between you
0: Oh, I get what you mean. Okay. Yes and no. So there were certain times where it's literally just me and him talking. Like there was one time I'm trying to get real with him. I'm trying to like tell him why I like podcasting because it's like, you know, if I would stream, I have to, you know, I have to treat gaming as a job and I'm not sure if I would like that. But podcasting, what podcasting is, is literally talking about video games. I could literally do that all day long. So, well, maybe not literally, but I could figuratively do that all day long. And so even like I'm sitting there trying to get real with him and he still has this air of, well, you're just a YouTuber. I'm doing something that matters because I'm a streamer. And what made it even worse is that he has this, he has this, um, he has this, uh, high horse that he's on because he does everything for extra life. And I'm not saying that that's bad, but it almost like he's like, oh, well, I'm not in it for the fame. I'm just in it to like raise money. And I'm like, you, for a person that is all about raising money for kids and caring about human beings, you don't give a fuck about my feelings and how I am clearly, clearly... Upset with the things that you say. So clear, in fact, that he would make comments about, oh, look, he's getting mad.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) that strikes me as if you're doing this for the kids, you're doing this, you know, I'm doing this to raise money, you know, blah blah blah. You're a shit person. Like Mm -hmm. that should never be used as a token to show superiority. Mm-hmm. Of What I'm doing is raising like that. That's that's not how that's not how that's supposed to work. Right. You know what I
0: mean, yeah. I mean, the worst part about this is that it was like I said, it was supposed to be the it was supposed to be the like the first year. This was this was going to go wrong, most likely in some ways more than others. But it was supposed to be a good first step. And after that, it's like, uh I don't think I could ever do it again. You know, and that really sucks because once again, we're talking about raising money for kids. I mean, I had such a bad experience. I don't want to raise money for kids anymore. Like, that's horrible. But And it's a horrible thing. Like, and like me and you were talking back and forth about doing our own extra life thing. And I saw this as an opportunity, as something like, hey, it's not just about, hey, let's do what. Threat X3 wants to do. Let's create this community so therefore it could hopefully do better than maybe what me and you could have done. Because in mm-hmm. all honesty, like how many people would have watched our podunk little stream? Right. Couple of friends, couple of family, maybe, and that would have been it. And obviously there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm trying to say is that the potential, what I saw going into it, the potential of getting more eyes on the extra life. Was like, okay, well, let me try this out and see where this goes, you know? And then we even talked, well, maybe we'll do it on a different weekend, you know? So it's just like to go there and then have that happen was just like, well, I could have not only could I have been at home with my loving family, but I could have been home with people who I actually care about me, who actually like like me as a person, who treat me as an equal, even though we have disagreements, and even though we might even play on different things, but that doesn't matter, because we still respect each other, and so to have that happen was just such such a huge bummer. (sighs) So... The thing the
1: thing I'll start with and, and this is don't don't think of this as like in a in a condescending way because where I'm coming from is my entire life like not just friend zone kind of thing but I've always been the person people go to for advice so I've gotten used to procuring certain ideas to give advice. Mm. So as far as the, and I completely understand the, the discouragement of wanting to do it again. If I was you and if you're wanting to to make this grow, and especially in your in your community and where you're at to make this a bigger thing, I would start now or beginning of the year in January, get in touch with whoever's like running the thing, and then put effort into making the, the worst experience you had a completely different or better experience. And like like you said for you said at the beginning of it, is you guys only had a really a week to kind of get this already together. <laughs> So Mm -hmm. my advice would be start at the beginning of the year and have something concrete to be like, Hey, let's do this. And you're probably, you probably have already thought that.
0: Oh yeah. Um, That was the, the rhetoric um, throughout the night was pretty much, this is year one, year two is going to be better. That was the rhetoric. But then when the rhetoric turned to, yeah, your PlayStation go F off, that's when it was like, you know, And I'll say it once, I'll say it a thousand times, like the your PlayStation shut up doesn't bug me. What bugs me is that I was clearly not in in the joke and he felt the need to keep going. And when I mean clearly, I mean that I told him I didn't just expect him to look at my face and look how sad I was and him to read my mind and know that I was having a bad time. No, I told him. And there was even a few moments where I snapped at him like, hey, cut it out, you know. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like I was being um, like mysterious about it. Like, oh, it's, it's, not like, <clears throat> it's not like when your wife's mad at you and you don't know if she's mad. I was being very freaking clear. Right. And I don't mean that in a sexist way, but let's be honest. Sometimes wives are mad and sometimes men are dumb, idiot, gorilla men, and we don't know why. I was very clear as to why I was mad. I was very clear as to me not enjoying him berating me like that. And maybe it was because he was trying to be more fun and I was trying to be more professional. And I'm willing to admit that. But it still brings me back to my point where if I wasn't in on the joke, why keep making the joke? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot here. Yeah the The crux of everything and the message that I feel like needs to get it, even though it's been given across for decades now, maybe not decades, well, yeah, yeah. A, a decade at least since the, since the growth of the internet, <clears throat> you just need to be better to each other. Yeah, like there's absolutely no reason to treat like speaking for the example you just gave, there's no reason to treat someone like that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's negativity in gaming is not going to go away. It's just not. Yeah, um, definitely. I I have, I, per, I have a personal hope that I don't think is ever going to happen that, you know, going into the conversation of maybe games need to be more than $60. I hope that they do that because mm-hmm. my, and my, and I talked about this with, uh, I think when Drifter was on mm-hmm. my ideal world, my ideal situation would be, Hey, let's make the barrier to entry a little bit more than just everybody being able to pick up. And maybe that will cut down on the amount of toxicity and the amount of people who are yelling in an echo chamber. Hmm. And so to to break down some more, the whole thing with there there is obviously a different dynamic in between streaming and um, YouTube. There mm-hmm. there just absolutely is. There yeah, they're two yeah. completely different things. And you see nowadays a lot of YouTubers going to streaming because it's easier. I mean, I don't think there's any sort of, of someone who will say that streaming isn't easier. Streaming's hard, don't get me wrong. But when you have YouTube, you have production, you mm-hmm. have schedules, especially if you have a group. Okay, who can record this? Who can do that? Whereas you turn on a camera, play a game for four or five hours, and that's the content you produced. You know, they both have their challenges, but I think by, if you're looking at time and if you're looking at just skill, honestly, streaming is probably easier than YouTube. Yeah. So there's always been this, like, difference in between streaming, like, streamers and YouTubers. And I've noticed before that there's been this, oh, I'm a streamer, you're a YouTuber? Which is, sounds like what you what you um, interacted with. But yeah, kinda, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those that, like, again, there's no need for that. I mean, mm-hmm. why can't both coexist? And you guys both. Like, instead of looking at it in that negative light like that, why don't you look at it in a sense of, hey, you may have some things that I don't. I may have something or... You may have some things I don't and then vice versa. So mm-hmm. maybe that's stuff that can be, you know, worked on. And like, you know, it's, it, it, there's, instead of looking at it from a high horse of, oh, you're that look at it in a sense of, Hey, why don't we collab? Hey, why don't we do something? Right. I mean, it's, it's literally not that hard. It's a flip of a switch. And I think yeah. it really just does depend on that, that person, you know,
0: I mean, my personal view in the way I treat people is, like, if you're a gamer, like, we're probably most likely going to get along right off the bat. If you start talking to me about Pokemon and you start talking to me about, like, oh, I found this shiny or whatever, I'm not going to look at you and go, you play Pokemon Go still? Wow. You're right. stupid or you're like, oh, my God, I cannot believe you still play that garb. Like, I wouldn't do that because that's just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I wasn't into it personally, but I know a lot of people who are. And I always try to do that. Like, even if somebody came up to me like, oh, I like Fortnite, uh, like, behind closed doors on this podcast in front of all you guys, I fucking hate it. I honestly don't like it. <laughs> But, if somebody comes up to me and starts talking about Fortnite, like, perfect example, yesterday this nine-year-old, no, ten-year-old, ten-year-old boy came up to me. This sounds really weird now that I'm saying (laughs) it. (laughs) He was with his mother, and his mother is a bus driver just like me, so... (laughs) Anyways, this uh, so this his mom is like, yeah, he just turned ten. I'm like, really, you just turned ten? That sounds awesome. What'd you get? And he's like, oh, I got like twenty bucks. And he's like, yeah, I might get some stuff on Fortnite. And I'm like, oh yeah, Fortnite, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, I might get it for the next season pass. And I'm like, oh, that's starting pretty soon, right? He's like, yeah, a month and a half. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was a lot closer than that. I didn't look at the kid and be like, you've played Fortnite. Yeah, you're what's wrong with America. You, you're you what's wrong with the gaming industry. Now everything has to be free to play and have skins or whatever. That's not what I said, because why would I do that to somebody? I see somebody walking on the street with Nintendo on their shirt. I don't go up to him and punch him in the face. I'd be like, yo, bro, we game. We game. Hell yeah. It's ex- and not to make this political, but it's the exact same sentiment
1: as anyone for, you because know, this is the climate we live in, who li- wears a MAGA hat. I, I despise seeing videos of someone who, like, who's wearing a MAGA hat get berated. Obviously, if they're a shitty person or ra- like, a racist person, because I've seen a lot of those videos, you see mm-hmm. the women or the, or the men or whoever are yelling at someone who's speaking Spanish or speaking a different language. Fuck them. Go ahead oh, God, and berate yeah, them. Right? That's fine. But when you're having dinner and you're wearing, like, a Republican shirt or you're wearing something like that and someone comes and knocks it off your head, first off, if that's me, you're getting an ass whooping. Like, yeah. don't – that's assault. That's flat-out assault. I mean, that's, right. that's exactly what it is. But, like, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, yeah, fuck his mega head. You're fucking – like, no. Don't be shitty people. It's yeah. not hard. It's it not really isn't. fucking <laughs> hard. So going into this, when you sent us the message on Sunday – Talk about it being the worst experience what i thought oh fuck what happened to my voice i thought that it was to be honest i thought it was a much more of a bad situation like i I thought it was a good group of you guys and either a you were treated like complete shit or like no one was working together and so everyone was doing their own thing that's kind of where my mind went yeah Um, that i feel like it's being more like bullying in general is bad Mm-hmm. It's 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 terrible. You know, we we I'm not going to get into like bullying in school because I have a different thought process on that. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I may get into that sometimes. That is an interesting discussion. But when it comes down to this, like who. <laughs> The statement you made of him having a high horse of, Hey, I am not doing this for fame. I'm doing this to raise money for the kids. You're doing this for fame. You're doing this to show, Hey, I'm raised. Look at me. Look at me. I'm raising money for the kids. That may be a gross misconception of what he, he is doing. Cause I don't know this person. Right. But from what you have said, makes me think that he is that type of person for just, just in, just in the simple fact of telling you that he's not doing this for fame. He's doing it to raise money for the kids show like that should never be used as a token Mm -hmm. to prove that I'm better than you. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's as simple as that. You know, bottom line, corrects the situation I've said at the top of this is be better to each other. Like there's no reason to, to act like that or to be treated like that. Um, and, and it, it kind of makes this stuff like this makes it harder on you because like, let's say I'm in your shoes. This happens to me now. I need to work 10 times harder to make sure A, that doesn't happen again. B, to be like, no, look, this is what we can actually do. And like, this is the way that I was treated. We're going to make sure that that doesn't happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? So it, it but it, it also ends up being fulfilling because if you do like, let's say plan this for six months to a year and you have this big group thing, like, Hey, you're getting all these content creators together, like, and then it show, and then it, like it ends up working out. It, it makes that much more satisfying
0: yeah you hopefully. know so, so mm-hmm.
1: situations like this that I take and and I take in and have them make me grow, yeah you know,
0: yeah, yeah, hopefully <laughs> that's all I can say at this point, just hopefully, I'm not even like i'm still I'm still shocked enough where it's like, uh you know still fresh enough in my mind where it's like, okay, I don't know what the next step is because it's like reaching out to that person. And being like, okay, so what are we doing next year? Is like definitely, definitely not what I'm looking for. to. So
1: are you two permanent? Like you guys are, or like you guys are permanent? Picked by Sean to run this. I mean,
0: yeah, I guess. I so mean, I, can... I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. He, he was very appreciative, and and he was very like, you know, he's thanking us over and over again, and like, I don't imagine. I don't imagine when it comes around again, he's not going to be like, "Oh, hey Nick, by the way, we got three more months or something." You know what? Did you want to help out again or something? I would not be surprised if he did that.
1: Yeah, so that you can play one of two ways. You can, you can be like, "Hey, I had the situation," which I honestly wouldn't. I would, I would just, you know, of course, I'm not. I wasn't in the situation, but I, I, I would just do my best to plan and present a better show experience and present that to him and if brad doesn't want to get along with it then he can fuck off honestly in my opinion you know because if you're providing a solid content plan you're providing like like this you have incentives like you know if you do the typical extra life thing where it's like we raise this much money i'll eat a hot pepper or just simple shit like that regardless of any of that if you can like get together like a a local community of, of content creators or, or whatever to do something really cool, then, then you come on top pretty much. Yeah. I win. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, is that what were we supposed to make a sex joke there? I don't don't know, know. Maybe. I mean, come on, Top kind of had me for a second there. I was just trying to hold it in. Come again? (laughs) Thank you. Come again.
0: Take it to a racial place. Yeah, I was about to say, nowadays it's racist. (laughs) It's very much racist now.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that that sucks. That definitely sucks at that 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 happened to you and and especially in that sense you know i had i had a completely different extra life experience you know i i ended up i was hanging out with the ps best friends guys i was in their chat and then we just ended up playing black ops for several hours which by the way and i'll get into this on nerd of the third fuck zombie easter eggs fuck them so hard (laughs) fuck them so hard it's the most tedious oh, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That's like, why I,
0: just... I don't. I don't I don't mess with them. I don't mess with that. Like, oh I'm, my god. Nuh-uh. I'll
1: get I'll get to that at a later date. But yeah, we. I mean, we we played for several hours, and it was just a butt like a bunch of dudes just dudes dudes doing things. Now yeah, just, we were and playing games, and it was trust.
0: Fun. Trust me, yeah, yeah. after after what happened, I'm just like that's what I I think that is that is one of the worst parts is that my wife puts on Facebook. Um, my daughter going, looking at um, Christmas lights and I, <clears throat> I didn't get to be there for that. And instead I'm at this event and it's not going great. And like I said, probably 70% of stuff wasn't like any one to be individual's um, fault. But then, yeah, just the way I was treated and everything. It's just like, I could have been home with my girls. And even right. though I would have been up until the wee hours of the night, at least I would have been with you or or the PS best friends or something, and we would have had fun. And yeah. so, yeah, it just it just sucks. So, let's just get out of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think that's gonna be the show for today. Thank you guys so much for sticking in there. Uh, if you got through this whole part, hopefully you came away with be better people. <laughs> Don't be shitheads. Yeah, don't be shitheads. Don't be assholes. If 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 you know somebody and they play on a completely different console than you, and they will fight to the death their right to f- to play on an Xbox, who the fuck cares if they play Call of Duty on an Xbox or Resident or Resident Evil? Well, yeah, Resident Evil's coming on. Re- you know, Red Dead Redemption. Whatever the hell they play, if they want to play it on their console, but you share that passion for gaming with them, that is is what the focus should always be me and Nate don't always agree and I always give him a hard time about maybe some of his game choices but I still respect him as a gamer and that's what you should to do to any gamer we should use what we have in common to come together not split ourselves apart now if you want to use
1: my movie preferences against me you can totally do that because I recognize
0: they are valid (laughs) because I like terrible movies I can recognize that so, all right. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this n- weird weekly grind. And sorry, there was no nerd to the third. There will definitely be one next week. Thank you so much, Nate. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to, glad to be here. Glad to be here. All right. And well, I guess we don't really have like, a sign off for, I mean, you could talk nerdy to me if you wanted to, but that's not you really, really grind sign it out. Yeah. Let's grind it out. There ain't nothing wrong with, with a little, little, little bit of bump bumping grind. grind. With a little bumpy grass.